Interline and quad sharing in aviation, what value does it add to African airlines? We also talk about the monumental US inflation numbers and the Bank of Uganda's record low central bank rate. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The Financial. Partnerships in aviation take many forms and the right partnership could multiply market reach. If resources are limited and it's hard to address all the possible target audiences, partnering can be a key step in amplifying go-to-market activities. Each new collaboration between two carriers requires considerable investment and adds an extra layer of complexity to an airline's existing operation. In today's episode, Derek Ntheko, CEO of Airspace, returns to Good Morning Africa to break down the partnerships in, av- in aviation and what advantage each brings to airlines. What does an interline partnership entail and how does a customer benefit from an airline that has such an agreement? So airlines partner and work together on many different levels and with varying degrees of complexity. To understand a code share agreement, I think it will be useful uh, to uh, also understand uh, what an interline agreement is. Uh, Now, what an interline essentially does is, uh, and that's the most basic uh, form of partnership uh, between airlines in terms of cooperation. An interline agreement is meant to eliminate the complexity around multiple flights on a single itinerary. Uh, So what it does uh, for passengers is make it a bit more convenient in the sense that if two airlines have an interline partnership, a customer who is uh, flying with one airline and uh, and then going on to fly uh, with the other airline uh, can check in from a single point across uh, both airlines instead of having to pull out their luggage uh, and then uh, check in again uh, before getting onto onto the other flight. So that's the most basic form of cooperation or partnership uh, sort of agreement between two different airlines. So airlines uh, get into interline partnerships because uh, it definitely adds uh, value uh, from uh, a customer journey point of view and uh, it is a boost both airlines and networks. Let's talk code share and why it's considered a key booster in airline networks. Now, code share is more advanced and uh, it's the next level, a little bit more complex uh, in the sense that uh, one airline uh, will now put its code on another airline's flight. So you will find that uh, you might be flying with airline A, but uh, when you get onto your flight, uh, you'll actually find that airline B is operating that flight. Those two airlines are in a code share agreement. So what it really does is uh, it actually tends to virtually boost both airlines' networks. Uh, You've literally expanded your network virtually. So uh, let's say, for example, Randia on the African continent has entered into a code share agreement with Qatar Qatar Airways uh, on its American network. So Randia itself does not fly to the United States uh, but through Qatar, it can now uh, offer its passengers uh, flights to the United States. So it can actually sell tickets uh, to the United States, but it's not operating the flights to the United States. In that sense, uh, it's a boost and uh, it's virtually an expansion of your network 
through another airline's network, and that is its value. And uh, it's also more complex in the sense that there's now revenue sharing happening uh, between the two airlines. Why aren't more African airlines harnessing these partnership options? Now, generally for Africa, number of airline partnerships is actually very much below the the international average. It's uh, actually ridiculously much lower than the international average, uh, which really shows that African airlines are not accustomed to working together. And uh, this is something that needs to change. Uh, but we've seen a wave of partnerships on this level, interline and code share, happen a little bit more on the African continent uh, in the wake of the COVID pandemic. So that has woken a few people up, but it's a game of survival. So it goes to show that these partnerships are actually uh, important to the airlines as well, in the sense that they might actually uh, boost an airline's potential to make money or that they're adding value or they allow them to access markets that they otherwise might not have had access to or that they can offer that value to the passengers in their network. That was Derek Nseko, CEO of Airspace Africa. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The Bank of Uganda has left its benchmark interest rate at a record low of 6.5% at its April meeting to continue supporting the economy despite ongoing inflationary pressures. The Ugandan GDP advanced by 5.2% in the quarter four of 2021, but most recent economic indicators pointed to a weakening of growth momentum in March of 2022 amid the ongoing geopolitical tensions and supply disruptions. Consequently, economic growth is now projected in the range of 5.5 to 6% in 2022 from a 6% earlier. Policymakers have also noted the slight acceleration in inflation in February and March, although below the target of 5%, saying that risks surrounding the outlook for inflation are tilted to the upwards. The annual headline and core inflation rose to 3.7% and 3.6% in March of 2022, from 2.7% and 2.3% respectively in January. The central bank revised upwards its forecast for headline inflation and core inflation to 5.2% and 4.7% respectively in 2022, from the 4.5% and 3.9% previously estimated in February. Telconfirm MTN has received final approval from the Nigerian regulators to run a payment service bank. The Telco Heavyweight say the bank will be known as Momo Payment Service Bank Limited in a note to the Nigerian exchange. The approval, the fruit of well over two years of waiting for the permit gives the local unit of Johannesburg headquartered MTN Group Limited the leave to operate virtually all the services offered by conventional commercial banks with the exception of granting credit and processing Foreign exchange transactions, MTN Nigeria and Airtel Africa, which got preliminary approvals last November to operate in the same space, will be looking to tap Nigeria's unbanked population of 38 million people who held 26.2 trillion last year alone, a move that will pit both telcos against traditional banks in getting a slice of the market. Tanzania's uninflation rate has eased for the third straight month to 3.6% in March of 2022 from 3.7% in February, reaching its lowest point since last June. Prices have slowed mostly for transport, clothing and footwear, housing and utilities and restaurants and hotels. Meanwhile, food prices continue to accelerate. And on a monthly basis, consumer prices increased by 0.8% up from a 0.6% rise in the prior month. 
and a glimpse into the global news. The annual inflation rate in the U.S. accelerated to 8.5% in March of 2022. This is the highest since December of 1981 from 7.9% in February and compared with the market forecast of 8.4%. Energy prices increased by 32%, gasoline increasing by 48%, and fuel oil increasing by up to 70.1% as the Russia invasion of Ukraine pushed crude oil prices higher. Also, food prices jumped 8.8%, the most since May of 1981. Also, inflation accelerated for shelter to 5% in February, and new vehicles was also up at 12.5%, but eased for used cars and trucks at 35.3%. Excluding the volatile energy and food categories, the CPI rose 6.5%, the most in 40 years, but slightly below forecast of 6.6%. Many analysts expect that March will mark the peak in inflation, although the war in Ukraine is far from over and supply chain bottlenecks persist and consumer demand remains elevated, which is likely to weigh on the CPI for longer. And a quick look at the markets. Cocoa futures rose to $2,640 US per tonne, approaching the six-week high of $2,650 touched on March 30th amid projections of low supply from the world's largest producers. Figures from the marketing board Cocoa Board shows Ghana's graded and sealed cocoa rivals stood at 524,000 tons between October 1st and March 31st, down 34% from the same period last season. At the same time, below average levels of rain in the world's top producer Cote d'Ivoire hampered the mid-crop harvest. Farmers in the eastern region of Abengoro said the mid-crop could reach a similar level to last the season should the rainfall increase in the coming weeks. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. And you can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at Withadong on Twitter.